Now back to Sports 56 Mornings on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Acura of Memphis. Witness the power. Here once again, Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy. Welcome back. Final hour for us today. Final hour for us this week here on Sports 56 Mornings. Getting you set for the sports weekend. Greg Gaston, Eli Savoy, Zach Boyd with you on this Friday, November 10th, 2023. We are in the Family Leisure Studios, Family Leisure, where family and fun come together. Their overstock sale continues at 2120 Witten Road, just north of I-40. Currently, it's 50 degrees. We've got some clouds. we also got a little bit of sun peeking out right now. Looking at a high today of about 61 degrees. Tonight, a few clouds with a low of 45. We did have some early morning rain today. And then tomorrow to start your weekend, considerable clouds early, then some decrease in clouds later in the day, high of around 63. Oh, by the way, tomorrow is officially Veterans Day. And uh, since we have no show, we'll use this time to uh, salute all our great servicemen and women, our veterans out there who have served this country so proudly for all these years and have kept us safe Thank you, thank you, thank you so much uh, for your service. Brandon Lang will join us in just a few moments. The University of Memphis Tigers, it's a busy couple of days as today, tonight, they'll play on the on the hardwood against the Missouri Tigers. Memphis and Missouri in a battle of Tigers, 8 p.m. from Mizzou Arena in Columbia, SEC Network, 8 p.m. Tomorrow, it's the Memphis football team at... 12 o'clock Central, 1 o'clock Eastern, where we'll be in Charlotte. They'll take on the 49ers for the very first time on the gridiron. Memphis is now a nine-point favorite at the latest uh, odds I looked at. I know it was at nine and a half at one point. Memphis a nine-point favorite in that game. Uh, we did not pick that game yesterday, Eli, on a pick six, but your thoughts on Memphis going into Charlotte and taking care of business? Uh, they should be able to, Um but I just I, I'm I'm interested to see the defense against a, a bad Charlotte offense. I've seen the defense now get lit up by some offenses that were um, pretty good, and I just want to see is against a bad offense can the defense at least stop them, or is the defense really just that bad? And Matt Barnes, uh, we were talking to him yesterday, and he was taking the sole blame. For what they did, he said, I tried things, I did this, I did that, and it's on me. It's on me. So you're right. They're playing against an offense that is not strong. Now, they have a couple of quarterbacks that they'll use. They could use as many as three. One's more a passer, one's more a runner. Last week in the overtime win against Tulsa, you had the kid who was the walk-on who came through and was able to pass them to the win. They've won two of their last three. They're by no means a great team, but they're a team that is completely different from last year with 70 new players. It's sort of what Columbia, it's not sort of what is happening at Colorado. It's exactly what's happening at Colorado. Colorado, Deion Sanders came in and revamped the whole roster. That's what Pogey did with Charlotte. Now, granted, they don't have the type of money and the resources and everything that Colorado has. But they have a pretty decent NIL. There's some money that they're able to spend at Charlotte. In fact, rumor has it's more than what Memphis has. So he's gotten some players from some, and you talked about it during our Tiger football report, about some of the players that they have this year, where they were able to get those players from Power 5 schools. But again, on the field, 
Not a good offense. To me, in this league, you're playing against teams that mostly have really good offenses and struggle defensively. And when you have those type of teams, no matter how far you come, how far you fall down, Eli, you could rally if you have an offense, if you have a prolific offense, and most do. They don't. And against the pass, they're pretty good. But they've given up a lot against the run, and on offense, they struggle. So if you can get those guys down big early, it's going to be tougher for a team that has a struggling offense to come back. It's pretty obvious. Yeah, they came back from seven. They did come back from seventeen nothing down last week against Tulsa. But you're right, they did. I mean, they're getting better, and they use those variety of quarterbacks to help them. But still, overall, when you play last week was only one quarterback. They only used one the whole entire game. They took every snap. Well, they expect them to use two or maybe three in this game. They're preparing for that. I can tell you that much. But well, again, Ryan Silverfield told us that. But again, I don't, and I don't know if the Jones kid was hurt last week or whatever. Was again, he one of the suspended players? I don't. I don't know. I don't know oh. for sure. Again, you get very little information. He's listed on the depth chart this week, but as Ryan Silverfield said, who knows about depth charts? So um, yeah. But the um, but last week it was just the one quarterback that took every snap. It is Friday. It is time for Brandon Lang. It's time to handicap this week's action. Joining Greg and Eli is sports handicapper Brandon Lang. Subject of the movie, Two for the Money. It's P equals P. You walk into a strip bar and you let her take your hand and drag you into that champagne room. Pressure equals problems. You just can't do it. And I'm telling you, pressure equals problems in the NFL. Get Brandon's plays at BrandonLang.com. There's four things you can't handicap in sports. There's, there's four things. Penalties. Turnovers, player stupidity, and coaching stupidity. What are they smoking? Also, listen to Brandon with Clay Harbor and Cam Rogers on the Believe Podcast Network. You're on a dating app, and they don't show a body picture? Run! Run! Now, here's Brandon with Greg and Eli. Ah, he's so entertaining. The lovable, the colorful Brandon Lang joining us on the program. Hey, B. Lang, how are you? Do you remember the movie Willy Wonka? The original? Yes, the original. Not yes. the stupid, just... Not the Johnny uh, Depp one. Yeah, the uh, weird one. God, just the Gene Wilder, the original. Yes. All right. And we were all kids when we watched it, and, and we, we felt so bad when Charlie didn't get that last ticket, and and you were pissed, and poor Charlie and the grandpa, and you're like, oh, my God, you can't take it, this and that. And then the last one's a fake, and Charlie buys it, and you just knew. When Charlie went in and bought that with that last little coin he had, he's walking down the sidewalk and he knows that there's a ticket still out there. You knew Charlie had it. You right. knew Charlie had the golden ticket. You're like, yeah, Charlie had it. I'm telling you right now, my girl, I have the last golden <laughs> ticket. When I when I when I when I tell you guys that this, how she fell through the cracks, and I know how she fell through the cracks. Believe me, it, 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 it's very apparent how she fell through the cracks. I mean, she still gets residual checks from son of a woman because she had a little part in it, and it's like four dollars and ninety-five cents or whatever. But the last boyfriend that she had before me cheated on her at the end of it. She basically just said, "I'm done with men. I'm done with she's. I mean, listen, she's five eight and a dime piece, and cultured and fashionable. And you know, I said on your show before that, like, like." two of her last three boyfriends were billionaires. Not millionaires. Billionaires. Because she basically said, I'm not getting serious about it. Nobody, every man cheats. Every man's a player. Every man's a cheater. So she just bawled out for like, 
she bawled out. And I didn't tell the story last week because we were into the romantic candle part of the story of the stairs and the candles and that and just blew her away. We're, I'm going back to a different story now because this is actually funny. Because, and then she meets me and she's like, for the first time in life, she met a guy with substance who doesn't cheat, who's not a player, who's into poetry and cards and love and flowers and this. And she's just like, damn. And he's six foot four and he's, his body's shredded. And that's something, you know, that helps too. So when she flew into the airport, you have to understand something. When this woman flew into Vegas before, she didn't even know if Vegas was in Nevada. She thought Vegas could have been in Arizona, could have been California, could have been Utah. She didn't know. She flies in on a private plane, gets a helicopter to the hotel. She never even saw a car or a taxi or an Uber. So she's like, you know, and then her man's gambling and throws her a $25,000 ship. She says, go shop. I mean, this was, so when she flew into the regular airport, she had no idea where she was going. Some dude told her Terminal 4. So she calls me on the phone and says, babe, I'm in Terminal 4. I'm like, babe, there's no Terminal 4. There, there's no Terminal 4. There's 1, 2, and 3. So she had no idea where she was going. So she gets down to baggage claim. I'm like, babe, when you get your bag, I need you to go over and walk straight across to departing flight because there's no one there. It's a little secret. You don't go to passenger pickup where there's 8 million cars. You go to literally departing flights. It's just an escalator up and go, you're telling a girl that flew in private with helicopters to try to find departing flights in a regular airport <laughs> she ain't never been in. And this is she, listen, and she hadn't slept for 58 hours. I mean, so she's dead tired. It's 1 o'clock in the morning. She's dragging whatever, whatever. I mean, it was just comical. And then the other day she goes, where is Las Vegas, by the way? Is it in, is it in like, what, like Arizona? I'm like, oh, my God, hysterical. How's, how's Guys, when I tell you... That it is just epic that when you think about it now, that you're asking a woman to go to the regular airport she's never been in <laughs> to walk over to the party flight. And she's like, this man got me carrying my luggage, dragging my luggage in my neck pillow down some escalator trying to go to the party flight. It was just, you know, when we talk about it now, it's just hysterical. But And that leads into the purity of her still trying to understand the point spreads in the games because, you know, dogs and favorites and what they got to win by. And we had, I had Southern Miss last night. I had Southern Miss plus nine over Louisiana. And I couldn't believe that Southern Miss, although they're two and seven, they had beaten Louisiana 10 straight. 10 straight. Wow. Last 10 meetings, Southern Miss has won outright and they were getting nine. Now, listen, they're two and seven and Lafayette's got talent. And if you watch the game, Louisiana should have blew them out. At the end of the first half, Louisiana had first and goal at the five, second and goal at the two, third and goal at the one, fourth and goal in the one, and didn't get in. And so at halftime, they go in 14-14. We should have been down 21-14. In the third quarter, they get down there first and goal again at the five, second and goal at the three, third and goal at the two, fourth and goal at the two. They don't get in. And even with that being said, she's watching the game on her phone, and she goes, babe, your game's killing me. Because she, 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 this is the purity of this woman, guys. She, she acts like she's got a million dollars on the game. And she's going absolutely crazy. So I'm on the phone with her and I go, babe, we're in great shape here. There's six minutes to go in the game. We're up seven. We're getting nine. The game's a winner. You can go to bed, relax. It's a winner. Everything's fine. She's like, okay, I'm going to sleep good now. Now she goes to bed. The second she hung up the phone, Lafayette scores on a 60-yard touchdown pass. Now it's 21-21. Now what happens? Third play on the next possession. 
Gore fumbles, and they scoop it up and run in for a touchdown. Now Louisiana's upset. <laughs> well, guys, you know what's going to happen here. You know once that happens, now you're going to get Southern Miss come out, go three and out. Louisiana gets the ball. They, yep, go down and kick field goal. Now you need a back door to cover. She goes to bed thinking it's a winner, and I'm sitting there ready to break a TV, a chair, <laughs> uh, whatever I can get my hands on. So this drive, this next Southern Miss drive is everything. And, guys, there's five and a half minutes to go in the game. So, you know, if they go three and out, I'm, I'm dead. Yep. And she's asleep now. And I guarantee you, had she been awake, she would have been psychotic. She wouldn't have slept. She'd have gone into She has a high-pressure job, too, guys, with this equity company she's with. It's, it's stressful. She went crazy. So I'm glad she was sleeping. But Southern Miss went right through and scored and then, held them to a field goal on OT and scored a touchdown on OT and won the game out, right? They've now beat them 11 in a row. And it's one of those games, guys, where you handicap it, you look at it, you, you go, this is just too easy. And the only thing that stopped me from going down to Circa and betting 100 grand on Southern Miss is that they were 2-7. and seven. Yeah. But it's amazing these stats that I come on your show and I talk about these stats and these trends and, and things you abide by, and people go, well, they're just numbers. They're just trends. Well, say whatever you want. But a 2-7 and seven team that had beaten a team 10 in a row and got nine points figured out a way to now beat them an 11th straight time. And it's unreal how then you watch the game. And I swear to you, Lafayette, Louisiana Lafayette should have won the game by three touchdowns. I swear to you, I was on the wrong side of the game. Should never even have won the game. And then you scratch your head, go to bed going, wow, nine-point dog went out right. That, 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 that's crazy. And this is this business that I'm in. This is this business where you just watch these games and shake your head and go, wow, unbelievable. All right, we got some good games in college football. Two top 10 matchups this weekend. Georgia and Ole Miss. Uh, Georgia, a double-digit favorite at home. I may hate myself for this. Because every time I go against this Georgia team, they bury me. And every time I go with them, they don't cover. Like last week. I thought they'd send a message. Missouri probably had a chance to listen. Missouri should have beat them last year in Missouri. Mm-hmm. They should have. There, I think it was twenty-three, twenty-one with six minutes to go in the fourth quarter, and Missouri needed one stop, couldn't get it. Georgia went down and scored. So I'm thinking, you know what, Georgia at home, they're just going to pin their ears back and unload. They could, they couldn't shake them. They couldn't beat them. They couldn't. And so when I look at Missouri and I look at Ole Miss. I think, gun to my head, Ole Miss has a better offense than Missouri. I think Ole Miss is a better team than Missouri. And I don't know how Ole Miss isn't going to cover this game. I just don't. I think Ole Miss is a pretty good football team. and I just don't see them losing this game by double digits. Unless Lane Kiffin gets stupid and starts going for it on fourth and two from his own 30-yard line, which he's been known to do. So I'm, I'm going I'm to go with Ole Miss. Yes, which he has been known to do. That's, uh, that's the scary it, it, part. So I'm, yep. But I'm with you. I'm with you on that play. How about Michigan-Penn State? we got Michigan, all the controversy, going to Happy Valley. Michigan, a four-point road favorite. I can't even imagine the last time Penn State was a home dog, unless it was to maybe Penn State or Michigan last or to uh, uh, Michigan or, or Ohio State last year. Listen, I made no bones about it. I don't like Jim Harbaugh. I just, I just don't. Any, any man from a fat. And, and by the way, my girl took me to Hugo Boss. I could be a model with the stuff she put me in. I, listen, I knew how to dress before. I did. I, I'm pretty fashionable. She even says, "Yeah, you're, you're, you're pretty fashionable." But if you've never had a chick take you shopping, you have to do it. It's one of the greatest things ever in the history of mankind because they just, they just have an eye for it, and I feel good in my Hugo Boss stuff, especially with this shredded body of mine. But Jim Harbaugh, I, I can't stand 
people who tuck a sweater into your pants. The sweater is supposed to hang outside the pants. You don't tuck sweaters into the pants. You just don't do it. It's a bad look. I can't stand him, guys. I just can't stand him. It's just something that irks me the wrong way. And then now, he's, as we talked about on your show last week, he's so guilty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's so guilty. <laughs> so it's going to be interesting. Now they're talking about taking it to court and taking it outside the NCAA. I mean, he's such a such a worm. He just is. So based on that, although although I think Michigan's the right side, although I think Michigan's the right side of the game, just because he can't beat Michigan or Ohio State when we saw them film miserably at Ohio State, I just think that um, I'm going to take the home dog. I just I am. I may regret it, but I can't root for Jim Harbaugh in this game. So. I'm gonna take it's a Penn spite State. pick, man. You, you talked about Missouri in the game last week against Georgia. Missouri hosts Tennessee this week and is a home dog against the Volunteers. Yeah, that's a that that's a tough game. And by the way, that Penn State at home plus the points was going to be the was going to be the slap game. But guys, it's no longer the slap game because I, I did something pretty stupid the other day, and she said, "Babe, it's it's this isn't the slap game. I got a special little paddle for you for what you did to me the other day." <laughs> She paddle game. You're just going to have to. She just said it's now. It's the paddle game. It's the deep, deep paddle game. It's not the small paddle game. It's the big paddle game. I did something pretty stupid. I'm not going to tell you what I did. Um, that's it's a bit between me and her. But she says you're going to have to. You're going to get. You're going to get beat for that one. She says mommy's going to. My, uh-huh. So just so you know, that's, that's, so it's the it's the paddle game. Wow, well, so that's we'll the paddle that, we'll game. Get, All we'll, right, and we'll okay. get to that game in a minute. But okay. um, um, I'm going to go with Missouri. I, I know that. But, but they struggle in the run game, and, and Tennessee's got that stable of running backs. But I just feel like Missouri at home is the right side of the game based on the showing. I am a little worried about the letdown after the Georgia game and coming back home, but I just don't know how how good is Tennessee. I don't think we know that yet. So I'm going to take the, the small little home dog. Rivalry game Miami and Florida State. Florida State in the hunt for the playoff. They're undefeated. 14-point favorite in a rival game, but I like Florida State minus the 14. Is that too many? Yeah, this this is to me is the toughest game I was handicapping um, all week long because I, I don't know if we know how good Miami is. And we know how good, how good Florida State is. And Florida State hasn't had that tough a schedule. Yeah, first game of the year, LSU. They, they beat LSU. But I just feel like with, with these two teams and, and you recruit in the same, all these kids know each other, all these kids played against each other in high school, but you just have some ungodly numbers with Miami. 10-3 and three against the spread as a dog in this game. 7-1 against the spread away. Um, they're 5-1 and one against the spread as a dog after scoring six or fewer points in the last game. Um, Florida State's 0-10 against the spread. I'm coming off a win as a favorite. I'm facing a team coming off a loss as a favorite. Let me say that slow so you can follow along in your programs. Florida State in their last game um, was a favorite. Miami in their last game was a favorite. So Florida State's 0-10 against the spread if they're coming off a win as a favorite and they're facing a team that's coming off a loss as a favorite. 0-10 against the number. I can't go against that. Give me Miami plus the point. You've been, every week we talk about Memphis and you just say, go with the over. This week, they're playing a little bit better defense, and they're playing a bad offense. Still going over with Memphis? No, no. This one goes under. Okay. You got to know when. You got to know when. To, you got to know when to get off the girl you're taking to the dance. 
she's been really good to me the last few weeks. But you know what? Um, I'm, I'm not going to the dance. It's the over. I think you're exactly right. I think this game goes under the post until Charlotte can't score. Their offense is horrible, yes. by the way. Do you think Memphis and covers so, minus nine, Brandon? Yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I don't think you can go against Memphis right now. I don't. You know, Charlotte's one and six against the spread when coming off a straight up and against the spread win. I just, you know, look at Memphis, 45, 45, 59 points in the last three games. This offense is rolling. So I would I would lay it with Memphis before I took it with Charlotte. NFL, I know you love those home dogs. Uh, Jacksonville's at home. They're getting three against San Francisco. Why does this feel like a trap game? <laughs> why, why does it feel like a trap game? You're getting Debo back. You're getting Trip Williams back. So you're getting your two best players back. Finally, and San Francisco's laying three, and so it, it, it to me it's like you want to play Frisco, but here's my problem. I think teams have caught up to Brock Purdy, and what I mean by that is that in the NFL, you basically say, are, "Are scouts that stupid to miss a guy who's the last pick in the NFL draft to have the success he had, or is it the system that defensive coordinators have caught up to now?" And now they're bringing blitzes and disguising coverages, and this kid's struggling. And that's what I think it is. I really do. I, I just I don't think you can go against Jacksonville. Going back to week 10 of last year, the amazing stat, going back to week 10 of last year, the team in the NFL with the best record is the Jacksonville Jaguars. And so I don't think you can – I just don't think you can go – it's hot – it's hot down in Jacksonville. It's an early game. The humidity is going to be on fire. I just don't think you can go against Jacksonville. I'm going to take Jacksonville by the half point, get three and a half. Another home dog is the Chargers. They're coming off the, the win over the Jets, which the score looked a lot better than what it actually was because they didn't move the ball very much at all. The Lions coming off of a bye, going out there, giving three. Chargers are 1-12 and against the spread against the team coming off a bye. Wow. Let me say it again. Wow. They're 1-12 against the spread against a team coming off the box. I don't trust the Chargers as far as I can throw them. Yeah, they beat the Jets, but, but, but I'm going to tell you right now, the Jets, were, the Jets were right there, and they just, they're so bad off. They're, they outgained the Chargers. Yep. Herbert had 133 yards passing. That's how good the, the Jet defense played. Um, I would lose with Detroit. Before I took a shot with the Chargers, I don't. Mm. Uh, again, Brandon Staley, um, Dan Campbell. I'm going to root for Dan Campbell. Not a game I love, but the numbers tell you Detroit is without question the right side of the game. Ten and one against the spread, coming off a double digit win. Ten and one against the spread in games when both teams are coming off a win. Six and zero oh against the spread as a favorite if they were a favorite in their last game. Give me Detroit by the half point, late two and a half. Very quietly, Baltimore has been obliterating teams. Cleveland obviously has a great defense. Can Baltimore at home cover six and a half? Well, it's one thing when you play the Arizonas of the world and the Detroits of the world and the Seattles of the Mm -hmm. world from the NFC. It's another thing when you start playing teams in your division. And in this case, you place in a divisional opponent. However... They beat the doors off Cleveland in the first meeting, 28-3. And, and to me, the play in this game is the under. Um, I'm, I'm not going to touch the side, but I think this game goes under the posted total, just like the first meeting, 28-3. The, uh, last week, the Bengals were your paddle game, and they came in easily. Oh, 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 easy money. Oh, I thought, I thought you were feeling I, 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 the paddle I, 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 I hitting you, you right flashbacks there. Yes, to the I mean, paddle. No, no, I'm going to give you the paddle game, and she said, 
she said she literally said she may go to an adult store to get me the the ball gag from Pulp Fiction. Oh, jeez. Because hold on, because she said it's going to hurt. She said what you Zach's did to me. I heard, I heard, I heard her feelings. I heard her feelings. And one thing you don't do is you you don't hurt a girl's feelings that has a streak of rage in her. And so she said this is going to sting. So I got to make sure that the game I come with to to properly set the tone for what's about to happen to me because what's one thing you don't do. Don't hurt your girl's feelings from 2,700 miles away. And guys, I'm catching a flight Sunday morning at 7 o'clock and heading back to New York and spending the week with her. Uh, I'm, I'm, boys, I'm, it's, it's, it's going to hurt, boys. And I got a game that I think is a 30-point blowout to soften the, 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 the blow. Um, but, uh, yeah, the Bengals, we're not going to get a game like that. Although I was very disappointed in how they played in the second half because it got a little dicey there. I mean, they cut it to six. And if they don't, if they, at that point, Buffalo couldn't be stopped. And if they didn't run up the clock, they're probably going to lose that game by one. And it shouldn't even have came to that. It, it just, it, it shouldn't. There's some play calling in there that got me pissed off. And I wanted to fly to Cincinnati and get in front of Zach and say, hey, Zach, we need to have a little talk, buddy, because um, you did some pretty clueless things that let Buffalo hang around. I don't, I don't like my paddle games to be close. So what are the paddle games? What's the paddle game this week? Oh, Dallas. Dallas wins by oh. 40. Tommy DeVito. Seventeen's so not enough. <laughs> no, hell, it was Tommy DeVito Jr. Danny DeVito's going to be on the sideline with Joe Subs or whatever sub commercial. He's Jersey Mike, Mike Subs. Jersey Mike. They're, the, they're the worst subs in the world. Oh my God, they're horrible. They don't warm them up, so you're eating cold subs and like the the, the meat's fresh. They're that meat ain't fresh, bro. There goes our sponsorship with Jersey Mike's. <laughs> what y'all you do? I love Jersey Mike. No, no, Mike. I'm, kidding. I'm okay. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. How about a segue out of that real quick? Oh my God! You buried me right there. You're getting, by the way, you're getting whacked for that right there. So let's, let's, let's get you in on the whack. By the way, um, oh gosh, that's good. The, the whack game is the the the, 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 the severe B Lang taking one for the team paddle game is Dallas to beat the Giants by thirty. They beat them forty to nothing in the first meeting. I don't think the Giants are going to score with Tommy DeVito Jr. You think he's going to go in there and put up fourteen? No, put up seventeen. Um, this is a gift. This line should be 24, which they'd never make it 24. Um, Dallas should beat them bad, like real bad. Safe travels to New York City. Watch your, uh, you know, your behind, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. It's going to get ugly, boys, but you know what? There's no iron team. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Brent. <laughs> Take right, care. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now we're talking about gags and things like that. It's good. It's it's getting a little uh, risque. It's getting worse. I don't know what it'll be by the end of the season with him. Well, hey, Brandon's he might be getting close to popping the question. He may be getting to that uh, that point where he needs a an engagement ring. And uh, I'll tell Brandon, place you need to go, Genesis Diamonds. The big event starts today at Genesis Diamonds and runs through the weekend. Today through Sunday, they are marking everything down in the store. Already low prices that already they come with. They have their guaranteed lowest prices to begin with. Well, now they're taking 20, 25, 30, 35% off of everything in the store. So this weekend, if you have not been to Genesis Diamond yet, you need to go check it out. But this weekend is a great opportunity to do it and save a whole bunch of money while doing it. Get your early day, early holiday shopping done at Genesis Diamonds. You can, uh, if you've got any special occasion coming up, you're looking for any type of jewelry, go see the folks at Genesis Diamonds. We're talking engagement rings. We're talking wedding bands. We're talking bracelets. We're talking whatever it is. Everything in the store, they're marking it down today through Sunday. 
Genesis Diamonds, located at the Poplar Common Shopping Center, Poplar and Perkins Extended. You'll be blown away anytime you go by Genesis Diamonds, but this weekend is even more special because everything is marked down. Go check them out at Genesis Diamonds. When we come back, we're going to give you a chance to win a great prize package. Ten in a row, the game show that has swept the nation. If you'd like to participate, jump on the Sports 56 listener lines right now. Don't get shut out. 901-360-8255. 901-360-8255. That's next. This is Sports 56 Mornings with Greg and Eli on Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Be sure to follow us at Sports 56 WHBQ on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to watch live video of our shows, stay up to date with station events, and have chances to win prizes. Don't miss out on anything that's going on. Follow us at Sports 56 WHBQ. Now back to Sports 56 Mornings on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Acura of Memphis. Okay, you know, this car looks great wrapped around you, you know. Here once again, Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy. The body's a temple, that's why we're taught. Acura Memphis on Ridgeway at 385 online. AcuraMemphis.com brings you this hour of our program. Of course, this weekend, any weekend's a great weekend, or any day's a great day to go by and see the folks at Acura Memphis. If you're in the market for a car, maybe a new car, like one of those beautiful Acuras, maybe a pre-owned vehicle. They've got plenty of pre-owned vehicles, including the certified pre-owned Acuras that you'll find at Acura Memphis. If you go to the website at AcuraMemphis.com, you can get the complete inventory of pre-owned vehicles. You can also get all the information you need about all the different models they've got of the Acura, from the sedans to the SUVs, the EVs that they've got now. You can find that at AcuraOfMemphis.com. You can get a trade-in value on your current vehicle. You could talk to a representative right there online. But the in-person experience you get at Acura Memphis is always going to be a great car buying experience for you at Acura of Memphis. We're going to do 10 in a row here in just a moment. If you'd like to participate, 360-8255-901-360-8255. This um, happened last night, very quietly, kind of behind the scenes, but uh, Marcus Smart already making an impact uh, in, in the community. They had an event um, that he does. He did it in Boston with the Celtics. It's Marcus, Marcus Smart's Young Game Changer Foundation and uh, doing a lot for the youth of our area now. Uh, they did a bowling event that was out at Bolero Bowl in Bartlett. They host it, and a bunch of the Grizzlies were there. A lot of fans were there, and uh, they raised some good money. So good job by Marcus Smart making an impact immediately uh, in our community. Time now for 10 in a row. Not five, not six, not seven, not eight, not nine, but ten in a row. It's the game show that has swept the nation. It is ten in a row. And uh, we got a great prize package that Eli will go over in just a moment. Just a reminder that if you have won in the last month, you are ineligible. Now, if you have tried and you have failed, you are still eligible. So jump on the Sports 56 listener lines right now. Prize package is... We've got a couple of Malco movie passes. Got a $25 gift card to East Coast Wings and Grill. Got a one, uh, $50 gift certificate to 117 Prime downtown. Got a free haircut from Supercuts. And got a $25 gift certificate to Blinds, etc. South. All right, so here's the question. Pretty tough. College football quarterbacks who have thrown for 12,000 or more yards for their career. College football quarterbacks who have thrown for 12,000 or more yards for their career. Why did I use 12,000? I don't know. I just did. 
College football quarterbacks who have thrown for 12,000 or more yards for their entire career. 360-8255. That's 901-360-8255. Get in line. Get a chance to win a great prize package and get behind John. Hello, John. Hey, John. Good, good morning. Good morning. All right. Again, tough question, but here we go. College football quarterbacks who have thrown for 12,000 or more yards for their careers. Colt McCoy. Yes. Cam Newton. No. Aaron Murray. Yes. Jim Plunkett. No. Mason Rudolph. No. 360-8255. Decent run to start things off. People are panicking as they hang up. Jump on the phone. Like, don't be afraid. Never up, never in, as they say. A lot of cliches we can use. Great prize package on hand for you to win. To somebody, somebody to walk away with a great prize package. 360-8255. Again, college football quarterbacks who threw for 12,000 or more yards for their career. 360-8255 is the number. 360-8255. Again, $25 to East Coast Wings, $50 to 117 Prime, a couple of Malco movie passes, a free haircut from Supercuts, $25 to Blinds, et cetera, South. All on the line for a winner of 10 in a row today. All right, so uh, I'm not going to beg. If you want to play, Give it a shot. Step up to the plate. If not, we're going to move on. We've been talking a lot about a busy schedule locally as the Memphis Tigers play tonight on the hardwood at Missouri. The Memphis Tigers football team tomorrow in Charlotte. Ole Miss has a busy weekend as well as they will play game two of the Chris Beard era tonight. They will host Eastern Washington at the Pavilion. And then Ole Miss and football tomorrow between the hedges in Athens taking on the University of Georgia. We got Tennessee on the road at Mizzou in college football. And uh, don't forget, tomorrow night, the Memphis women's soccer team begin the NCAA tournament. They are a sixth seed or a sixth seed, despite being the eighth ranked team in the country. The math just doesn't add up, in my opinion. We had Brooks Monaghan on earlier in the week talking about that, but they are a team that has a chance to go a long way. They do get the home field advantage over LSU. So get your tickets. I know the games were free during the regular season, but I think because it's the NCAA tournament, there is a uh, a fee for the tickets. But you can double-check that. Go to GoTigersGo.com. But uh, give them some support tomorrow night over at the South Campus. Andre is next up. Hey, Andre. Andre, how are you? Hey. Hey, how you doing? Doing well. All right. College football quarterbacks who threw for 12,000 or more yards for their career. Ty Detmer. Yeah. Landry Jones. Yeah. Sam Hartman. No. 360-8255. Sam Hartman's still doing his thing with Notre Dame. In year eight. Dan is next up. Hey, Dan. Hey, guys. All right, Dan. Colt McCoy. Yes. Cam Newton. No. Aaron Murray. Yes. Jim Plunkett. No. Mason Rudolph. Yes. Kellen Moore. No. 360-8255 is the number. Next up is Mario. What's up, Mario? Hey, Mario. Hey, what's up, guys? Ty Detmer. Yes. Landry Jones. Yes. Sam Hartman. Yes. Derek Carr. Yes. Joe Burrow. No. Chase Daniel. 
Yes. Geno Smith. No. Philip Rivers. Yes. Timmy Chang. Yes. Drake May. No. How about it, Mario? How about it, brother? Mario, congratulations, sir. I've you been rooting are for you. a winner. The losing streak is over. Hey, hey see, Eli, I was just doing this on purpose. I did this because my birthday is tomorrow, so wow. I did this as a birthday gift for myself. Thank you very there much. There you go. Happy ha- birthday. Happy birthday to you. Good Thanks, job, yeah. Mario. Congratulations, sir. Hold on. Good for Mario. Good birthday. Good. That is a good birthday gift for yourself. He what breaks the, Cubs, the streak. Uh, the the curse. The curse of the Billy Goat. Yeah. Was that, is yeah, it? that's Mario's curse <laughs> of the Billy Goat. Are we doing second I, chance? No, no second chance. No second chance. We're late already. The um, yeah, I don't know if he's got a goat in his life. He just needed his birthday to come up. Uh, the first list, Eli. Let's see if you can run the table here. Colt McCoy. Yes. Cam Newton. No. Aaron Murray. Yes. Jim Plunkett. No. Mason Rudolph. Yes. Kellen Moore. Yes. Brett Rippon. No. That's a yes. Colt Brennan. Yes. Jalen Hurts. No. Baker Mayfield. No. That's a yes. There you go. That's 10 in a row. We do it each and every Friday. Give you a chance to win a terrific prize package. Corky's Ribs and Barbecue. You can dine in, carry out, no contact delivery. Enjoy that delicious slow-smoked barbecue anywhere and they will cater any event you got coming up, no matter how big or how small it is. They've been doing that since they came into existence about four decades ago. I was over there the other day. Man, it was delicious. They have a lunch special every day. Get that big old uh, delicious barbecue sandwich with the coleslaw and the sauce on top of it and get a side. Man, it's cheap. It's so inexpensive and it's so delicious and filling. I mean, absolutely filling. Of course, when you purchase an entree, you can get a third of a rack of ribs. You're going to be really full for just $6.99. Now, you may want to go outside the barbecue family. Well, they have an award-winning catfish plate. They have burgers. They have tamales. Absolutely amazing desserts. All kinds of uh, delicious food. And then the cheese and sausage plates, which I think are the best around. Barbecue nachos. You can get the wings as well. Poplar Avenue in Memphis. Poplar Avenue in Collierville. Germantown Parkway in Cordova. And Goodman Road in Olive Branch. I've been to all four of those establishments. Corky's Ribs and Barbecue also has a private party room at the Cordova and the Olive Branch location. So if you want to go ahead and give them a call and try to reserve time, they will do that for you for a little get-together at Corky's. Corky's Ribs and Barbecue, open for lunch and dinner seven days a week. Final segment coming up. This is Sports 56 Mornings with Greg and Eli on Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. We are Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 WHBQ. Available on your radio dial at 560 AM and 98.5 FM, as well as around the world online at sports56whbq.com. Take us with you everywhere by downloading the Sports 56 app. And at home, just say, Alexa, play Sports 56. Wherever you are, stay tuned in to Real Sports Talk. Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Now back to Sports 56 Mornings on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Acura of Memphis. Get them to sign on the line which is dotted. Here once again, Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy. Gonna put the world away for a minute. 
Yesterday, they gave out the Silver Slugger Awards for Major League Baseball. When are the big awards coming up? Next week? Yeah, I think, they, uh, I think they're doing them this, uh, this coming week. Um, our friend Ricky Cobb, who does the Super 70 Sports, which is just uh, has a massive following, he, he puts or posts a picture of Sports Illustrated magazine cover from 1980. It's the Oakland A's, and it's their starting pitching rotation. It includes the likes of Matt Keogh, probably the biggest name of the five, Mike Norris, Brian Kingman, Steve McCaddy, and Rick Langford. The amazing A's and their five aces. And then his caption is, there were 35 complete games in the entire major leagues this year. The 1980 Oakland A's had 94. Think about that. 94 complete games thrown by those guys. None of them named Jim Catfish Hunter. That's amazing. The game has changed. I know it's changed, but man, it's still, when you see that in print, you go, holy moly. That's three, basically three times as many by one team. In one year, compared to the entire big leagues this year, the um, who there was a there was a pitcher. So I think it was in the eighties. There was a pitcher that had I think over thirty by himself one year. Oh, it wouldn't surprise me whatsoever. Um, I, think, I can't think who that who I think it was. Do you have I a hint? Like a about. like a? Do you know what, what team or anything? Well, I knew I, if I, I know, could remember. I, that I'm I trying remember. to help you out here, buddy. <laughs> I'm trying to help you out. If you maybe give me a hint or something like that. Uh, Chris Vanini's reporting now. Several other folks have reported this, including Pete Thamel. But Vanini says source confirms to the Athletic that the next college football playoff executive director is expected to be Air Force Superintendent Lieutenant General Richard Clark. Clark played football at Air Force. Uh, included on the uh, he was included the uh, 1985 team when they were top 10. I guess Ross Dellinger is the first one to actually get credit for reporting this. Uh, Clark, who is uh, who rose to the level of lieutenant general in the Air Force, um, would replace our friend Bill Hancock, friend of the show, as Bill Hancock announced his retirement after the current cycle of college football bowl. So after this year, Clark would take over during the transition from a four-team to a 12-team playoff. So, again, that looks like to be the guy that everybody is uh, eyeing. Not only they're eyeing him, but it looks like uh, legitimately will be the next guy, Richard M. Clark, connected to the Air Force Academy to replace Bill Hancock. Does anything for you, military guy? I, I love military guys. That's <laughs> You better believe that guy is... Knows what he's he'll, doing. He'll a tight he, ship. He's punctual and all that stuff. Absolutely. Uh, the Mizzou game tonight, by the way, Memphis-Mizzou sold out. 15,000 will be on hand for Missouri against Memphis. What's interesting is that you have these a new array of players for the University of Memphis. Some played at big programs. For example, Caleb Mills started at Houston. Now, Houston started to get, under Kelvin Sampson, the big crowds at their new arena. Florida State, under Leonard Hamilton, not sure what the attendance is, but I would imagine pretty good at Florida State. Some of these other guys, like, for example, Jordan Brown came from Louisiana. I don't know what type of attendance they got. The point I'm trying to make is they did not see this. They did not feel this. They did not witness this Monday night with the crowd that we had at FedEx Forum. I know what they announced, but what was really there, I don't know exactly, but it wasn't 15,000. They are going to experience... 
And they have done that. Obviously, they've played away games in their careers. But they're going to experience it now as a member of the Memphis Tigers when they walk into that building. This is going to be a challenge for Memphis. But if you are going to be the team that you can, that, that people expect them to be and that Penny expects them to be, you're going to have to win some of these big road games to be a high seed by the time March comes along, April comes along. So that would it would behoove them to start it off tonight against a Missouri team that's good but not great. And Memphis is a three-and-a-half-point underdog in this contest. Yeah, Burt Blylevin, by the way. It was Burt Blylevin in 1985. He had 24 complete games. Hall of Famer, Burt Blylevin. And... And you said, well, there was what, how many total this year? 30, 34? Yeah, what did I say? Yeah, 30 something, 34. And he had 24 by himself in 1985. And that's, you know, now we're going back to the 1800s here where they used to throw a complete (laughs) game every day. This was 1985. Right. And he had 24 by himself. Right. Crazy. Crazy the way that it's changed. uh, But yeah, it's not since 2000. I don't even know if there's been anybody that's had double digit complete games. That's amazing. And now, literally, you could lead the league with. Two, <laughs> like if you get two or three, you you lead the league as far as complete games are concerned. But again, on Memphis tonight, Memphis, Missouri. Uh, do you have a, a key player or two in mind that Memphis has to have big games from them to to win, or is it just a collective effort here? I, I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't know what this this still trying to figure this out. Yeah, I mean, it's a I think it's a collective effort. Um, I mean, obviously, you're going to look at the guys who you figure are probably going to be their best players. You know, Jaquan Walton has shown the ability to score. Um, Jones and his all-around game, um, they're going to need to make shots. You know, that's, it's, the Mizzou could shoot it. It's going to be an up-and-down game. Should be a high-scoring affair. Both teams want to play extremely fast. Um, should be a good game. Should be a good matchup. And, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to be surprised. I think it is a toss-up game, and I'm not going to be surprised either team winning it. I mentioned uh, earlier that tomorrow is Veterans Day. Salute to all the veterans, and salute to the Marines. Today is the Marines' 248th birthday. I have two brothers, one that has passed. Uh, both were Marines. So salute to all the Marines out there as well. That's a texter, Randy, says the all-time record is 75 complete games set by Will White in 1879. Anybody want to talk about a record that'll never be broken? <laughs> I wonder if Will White underwent any kind I mean, of Tommy John surgery. That is like <laughs> that's just hilarious. Too. Like that that is funny. Like just look back at those things and guys, yeah, 60, 70. Will White. 60, 70 complete games. Like literally, I don't even like there were like five pitchers on the entire roster, apparently. They just went out and just pitched and threw a complete game. What year that was, was it? The, that was eighteen seventy nine. Can you imagine, hey, my arm hurts. All right, rub some dirt on it. What are you gonna do? They, Amputate his arm back then. They they didn't even know what it meant to have your arm hurt at that point. They just <laughs> Guns, guns, more guns. That's where you're going to find at Classic Arms, classicarmsofmemphis.com. Over 700 firearms in stock from home defense guns, hunting guns, old guns, new guns, used guns, brand new guns, whatever it is that you're looking for. If you're looking to buy, whether you're looking to sell, maybe you're looking to trade in some guns, well, Classic Arms does all of that. They've got all of the top brand names like Remington and Benelli and Beretta and Browning and Smith and Wesson and Colt and Sig and Ruger. All of those you're going to find at 
the with the folks and Jay and the folks over at Classic Arms. They're located at 1740 Germantown Parkway. It's right behind Corky's Barbecue there in Cordova off of Germantown Parkway. They do free gun inspections and appraisals as well. They're the only gun importer here in the Mid-South. They guarantee the lowest prices in town at Classic Arms. Again, 1740 Germantown Parkway and online where you can shop 24-7 at ClassicArmsOfMemphis.com. Our thanks to John Varlis, Parker Fleming, Brandon Lang for joining us on the program today. And again, a shout out to all you folks out there. We appreciate you. We appreciate you listening. Those who text in and hit us up on Twitter and send us emails, whatever the case may be. You guys are the best. We really appreciate it. Well done, friends, on Sports 56 is coming up next. We'll talk to you again on Monday, bright and early, starting at 7 a.m. For Eli Savoy and Zach Boyd, I'm Greg Gaston. Have a great weekend, everyone. <laughs>